Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode two of our second season. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're happy you're here. Uh, uh, before we get started, as always, you know, follow us on social media, like, subscribe, ring that bell. Uh, <laughs> uh, follow the podcast, leave us ratings and reviews there. Um, all that good internet stuff that everybody's always asking us uh, <laughs> asking you to do. Uh, it really helps us out. And uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and dive on in to tonight's episode. <laughs> Last time, the party ended the vampiric reign of Lady Katerina Dragomir, but unfortunately failed to find a good lead on their quarry, Dagrin Brightshield. After returning to the Brightshield estate to recuperate and plan their next steps, Bowman received a letter from the party's old ally, Rose Wilmington, asking him and the rest of the party to travel to Candlekeep where she awaits them with a book written by a bright shield. A book that apparently has some strange properties. We join the party aboard a train departing to bring them to Candle. So, the train voyage is going to take two days. Artemis has booked a full luxury car. Uh, uh, in the train um, for you all still you know it's still a train right it's not like it's not super luxurious space but it's private and it's nice just you know a little a little cramped um, so with how, that you've got two days is there anything that? anyone wants to do during the two days uh, journey to Campbellkey Matt, Artemis. Um, Matt appears on the train. Um, Artie's going to spend 
the majority of the first day uh, reading, sitting by the window, reading the journal that Bowman handed him. Yeah. His father's journal. Yeah. Um, as you read through the journal, um, <clears throat> yes, this is the journal of Earl, uh, Earl Roderick Wright Shield. Um, and, you know, uh, uh, as you start flipping through the earlier sections, it's kind of most mostly he writes about raising you and Dagrin to support the Bright Shield lineage, to bring honor to the Bright Shield name, to one day reclaim the Bright Shield uh, uh, throne, the Bright Shield ability to one day return the Bright Shield kingdom of Oikos to reclaim the sword that had gone missing uh, so many years ago. Um, <clears throat> he writes about his disappointments with, particularly with how you turned out, Artemis, with your rebellious nature, with your um, running from the responsibilities of the family name in, in his eyes, at the very least. Um, but as you, this is, you know, going to take most of the two days to sort of skimming through. Um, as you approach further in, closer to the end, you find that he starts writing about concerns with Dagrin's behavior recently. Dagrin has seemed to grow more cruel recently. Dagrin has seemed to grow more um, erratic uh, uh, recently. And he writes in his last entry that he overheard Dagrin communing with what he assumes is some fiendish entity. He was unable to discover with whom Dagrin was communing, but with a dangerous entity of some sort. And he writes in this last entry that uh, Silver Flame, I know you've never spoken directly to me or my family in recent generations, but guide me now as I go to confront my way of son, Dagger. <laughs> and it is dated from the day before he died. Interesting. Um, Artemis will probably read over the section two, three times. Yeah. And then just stare out the window for a bit. 
and probably about then realized that subconsciously um, the, the keen observer will note that Artemis has cut his hair. Um, and it is quite similar in a fashion to a portrait of Roderick that hangs in Brightfield Manor. And he kind of doesn't realize until that moment, staring at like at himself in the yeah. reflection. Anybody else anything they wanted to do during the train voyage? I think Penny and I would be working on the the book. Yeah. Yeah, to get us in the book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, very important, very important. Yeah, you spend basically the whole two days sort of collecting your various notes from the case. You know, a lot of this was published previously and there was sort of a book version of your major news report that had come out. Um, in the aftermath. So you're basically going through and creating an annotated version with all sorts of editorial notes and that sort of thing with the hope that that would get you into hand. Um, so yeah, you guys spend close to two days doing that. Anybody else? Um, Nyx has definitely matured past her. I wouldn't, I don't necessarily need to rely on pickpocketing anymore, but that being said, I think I'm just going to walk up and down the train and pretty much when any, whenever anyone leaves like their area, I'm going to just dig through the cushions and see what I can find. So I'm not like actively stealing from people. They left this behind and therefore I can morally take it. <laughs> They're coming sure. back. <laughs> sure. Amazing. Sure. Um, okay, go ahead and... Uh... Are you trying to, like, be secretive about this? I mean, I'm waiting until there's, like, nobody. Like, I'm thinking, like, train compartment. Okay. Whenever that's empty. Okay. Or, like, dining car. Whenever it's sure. people get Do you that. want? But are you trying to make sure that you're not being seen by other people? I guess train? so. So roll a stealth check first. Well, that's a natural 20. So Great. that's 32. You are Then go ahead and make investigation check for me. 14. Okay. We'll say uh, you've got two days. Are you doing this like both days? I've went on board. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll say that in total with loose change and left behind items uh, uh, that you will be able to resell we'll say you were able to get a total of like a hundred talents out of this. Great. Nobody else has anything? Uh, Bowman is just training Lucky on it on the train car. Great. Janar, anything? Janar is just keeping an eye on things. I'll have, I'll summon Little Flower so that Little Flower can can keep Artie company if Artie, my little dog, my little dog with wings. Um, so many dogs. I know, I know. Yeah. Um, great. So, uh, train voyages um, first south from what used to be Cormier around um, the. Uh, around the mountains uh, nearby. 
and then travels west through rolling fields, uh, uh, outcrops, outcroppings of trees, some hills to the south you see as you are approaching the last leg of your journey. Um, till eventually the train arrives in a um, small village uh, uh, at uh, just outside of Kentucky. Um, the village is at the base of a narrow peninsula that slopes upward towards a massive peak. Walls surround an abundance of towers, which look like nothing more than a birthday cake laden with far too many candles. Around you in this small village, uh, uh, mostly one or two story simple homes and businesses um, as you exit the train station, um, uh, you see that there are all sorts of vendors out in the street hawking their wares, uh, uh, shouting in a variety of languages, some, all of them something along the lines of, got your books, got books here right here. I swear this book is not in the library. If you <laughs> want access to Candlekeep, just stop right on by this stall here. I got plenty of books that aren't in the collection. Sell them for a reasonable price. Get you right in through the front doors. Um, most people uh, that are departing the train with you, which indeed, you know, you are not alone among the group of people uh, departing to go visit Candlekeep. Um, there are very, very few that are convinced by these street vendors, but there are a handful of folks who go to the street vendors. Um, it is, I would say, probably early afternoon at this point uh, in the day. Um, maybe, uh, probably like three o'clock. It's not early afternoon, but sort of right in the middle of afternoon. Um, and, you know, some people are sort of looking at the time and then deciding to, like, check into one of the inns in this small village nearby. Um, do you all want to take some time here now, or do you want to proceed straight up the lane towards Candlekeep? Are you guys done with your writing, or do you need more time? Oh, yeah, we were done in the first hour of the trip. Oh. <laughs> yep. Why didn't you guys say anything? Um, uh, we were editing. So are, are you, you done, done editing? Yeah. It's 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 in decent shape. I mean, yeah. Gil get the time, in. I would edit forever. Yeah. <laughs> um. I don't um know, do we, we need meeting? Are we meeting, Ooh. um, Miss Wilmington? Miss um, Wilmington, is there, is there a way um, to send her a message or something to let her um, know we're here? I, I can, I can, I can see if I can get contact with her. Um, but from what I understand, she'll probably meet us at Candlekeep. So we have to get in. I believe she's currently in Candlekeep right now. So yes. Oh. Well, I mean, we might as well try to get in now in case we can't. Yeah, can we leave and come back? Sort of deal. I, I don't, don't know. know. Maybe we'll ask when we uh, 
Can I make like a history check? Yeah, make a history check. I don't have my dice. Can someone roll for me? All right, ready? And I'll add my history. <laughs> All right, Zuzi, you got a 15 on the dice. Plus, plus two. 17. Okay, so with a 17, uh, you would know that if you left Candlekeep, so, so with a 17, you know that Candlekeep has lodging on property. You know that if you leave Candlekeep, you will have to present a new book to get back in. What if you Thanks. work there? Jesus. I do have my fan fiction of us on standby, so in case of emergencies, I have what? six copies of it. What is a fan fiction? Um, well, I did mine in a graphic novel illustrative version, and it's just, okay. like, about our journey together. Okay. Can I see? <laughs> well, yeah, we, I have six copies, and I'll distribute them before we go in, so that if we're separated, we all have a way to come back in. But can I, can I see now? I'll distribute it so you don't lose it. I just want to make sure you made me look good. I did. All right, great. It's valid. Who's, are, are you the main character, Penny? No, we're all the main characters. We each have like a different POV perspective. Like chapter by chapter. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It's pretty good. <laughs> How do you write art POVs? Write art POV? Well, like, yeah, right. well, you see, so it's through their perspective, but you're looking at them. You know yeah. what I mean? But so like, it's not like a third, yeah. it's not like a first person while you're like in the thing. You're watching them oh, okay. live their story. Okay. And I did like oh, some slight okay. embellishments to the stories to make it a little more interesting. Gotcha. Oh, I was wondering if you had like weird uh scrying abilities that we didn't know. No. About. No, I using on us. No, but I did just learn the message spell, so <laughs> okay. That's helpful. Yeah. Um, oh, no. Is anyone <laughs> watching us as we hang around? Just make in a, general, just make a perception check. Um, a lot. <laughs> what is that? 23. 23. Um, most people aren't, uh, you do see every once in a while, somebody looks over and they walk by and then they do kind of a double take. Um, and there's like, you, you overhear somebody say something like, aren't those the heroes that saved Waterdeep from that dragon? Um, oh, right, we're famous. Yeah, nobody seems to be paying you undue attention, but given the fact that you very publicly saved Waterdeep from an ancient red dragon, right. you do see some people are recognizing you. Um, so just like someone watching us is no longer a sign for us. We just right. got fans. Right. Well, I've always had fans. But... Yeah. Yeah. No, nobody, nobody's like come up to approach you yet, but there are like a few people who like, oh goodness. Uh, and then actually to that point too, Artemis, like right up until like six, ten day ago, you were like putting on concerts and you just had oh like God, several right. new phonograph albums hit the market so some people are looking on like, <laughs> like oh my god is that artemis and his friends i guess uh as well so 
So you all are catching attention attention for two different reasons. Number one, because you saved one of the, you saved the largest by population city in the known world from being destroyed by an ancient red dragon. That's thing number one. Thing number two, Artemis, you are a famous musician. All right. Um, uh, but, we, should, we should get moving. Yeah. Um, so as you all leave town, you start making your way up a narrow winding lane called the Way of the Lion, um, which leads you closer and closer to the imposing vast repository of knowledge that is handled. Uh, you, on the road up to the front doors, you pass by other hopeful entrants, um, as well as some disgruntled folks heading in the opposite direction, clearly having been turned away for not presenting an adequate entry, entry fee. Um, it takes about an hour to climb up the, the hill, um, to, to arrive, uh, but eventually you arrive at the imposing front gates of Candlekeep, which are these two enormous black metal um, doors that are closed. Uh, and outside uh, these, these, the gates, you see uh, five people dressed in purple robes. Um, and each of them are in conversation with a group or with an individual seeking entry into Candlekeep. Um, the closest, uh, uh, the closest one to you seems to be getting pretty close to the end of her conversation. This is a, uh, a tall half-orc woman. Uh, she looks uh, maybe about 30 or so on um, sort of dark hair, um, a, about an inch shorter than Bowman, um, so pretty tall, uh, her, you know, purple robes. Um, and she's talking with an older uh, 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 gentleman um, who is going, this is outrageous. This book I was guaranteed would not be in your collection. Uh, and then the woman says, I understand your frustration, sir, as I have tried to explain to you multiple times. The people in the village at the bottom of the hill selling those books are scam artists. They are not, they have no idea what we have in here. They keep trying to sell, dribble to make a quick buck to get people into candle. Um, I'm really sorry about the inconvenience, um, but unfortunately, this book, The Very Hungry Caterpillar, will not get you <laughs> into Candlekeep. Um, Darn. But, but I was told! I, I, I know, I'm so, so sorry, sir, but I'm it's afraid there are other people waiting to seek entry, um, I would advise you to return to the village and ask the person who sold you that book for more money back. Uh, okay. 
Does this guy look like really sad? Uh, like he economically? Looks, he looks angry more than anything. Okay. Um, I don't care about him. <laughs> this is outrageous. But he turns around and stalks away. Um, the half the half work woman's sighs, sort of rubs her temple, looks up at the wall, and says, "All right, next, right over here." Hi. Um, welcome to Candlekeep. My name is Sutha. I am one of the avowed, and it is my privilege to judge your uh, worthiness to enter Candlekeep. Um, do you all know how entrance into Candlekeep works? Yes. Um, yes. And I'll hand, I'll hand over the manuscript or whatever we want to call it. We're all together. Yeah. In tandem. Thanks. Oh, yes, I was reading, but I think we have this book in our collection. I would give that oh, another look so. if I were you. She opens up, starts looking through. Oh, an annotated edition, I see. Wait a second. That was already, the regular, like, newspaper article was already in there? Yes. Who brought that? Uh, someone came by the day <laughs> it was published and presented it. I feel like copyright should be an issue there, but whatever, anyways. Like, there has to be, sorry, quick aside, there has to be a whole, like, market. Yeah. Like, authors come with waiting. their stuff. Yeah. Like, the this, moment well, we, could, we could dig into this. This is a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, as, as you all are sort of talking about this a little bit, and as she's perusing the book, she's like, yes, it's, um... It's become more difficult in the last uh, century or so as the mass printing press, it, press uh, has really exploded. There's more new books coming out every year than we can keep up with. So more people are being let in than usual, which is good. Uh, but also, it, there's a lot for us to handle. But Have handle. you ever had two people present the same book at the same time? I was not present for it, but yes, that has that did happen three or four months ago, actually. That so, is traumatizing. If you're glad that more people are getting in, why don't you just because there's more stuff, why not just get rid of the like requirement? That's not my decision to make. Well, sure. Um that that's all comment box anywhere around here? Yeah. <laughs> If you have the privilege of speaking to one of the great readers, or perhaps even the first reader or the keeper of tomes, you could certainly pass that feedback on to me. Um, after perusing this tome, I think the annotated uh, uh, notes in here will add something valuable to the collection. I thank you, uh, Miss Presswell and Miss Beret. Um, for annotating your work. This will prove um, very an, an interesting addition to the collections. Um, you may enter Candlekeep, but it looks like there is one other group who has gained entry, so if you will wait just one moment, uh, we will open the gate for you. And you see that as you approach, there's another group. It looks like um, 
they're sort of a, it's like a halfling family, a small halfling family has just turned over this like big, uh, 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 like tall and wide, like red, dark red, uh, uh, leather bound tome. Uh, that, like, they're back again? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That's definitely not the Red Book of the West Marches, but anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, Imagine. So, uh, anyway, as you and these halflings sort of approach the, the metal uh, uh, doors, they open up, and you all are admitted into the Court of Air, which is the front entry area of Candlekeeper. Uh, and I should send you a map of what the Court of Air has. Oh, it's um, big enough for a map. Yeah, so you can look at it. Um, <coughs> but uh, you enter into this uh, very nice, like, well-paved um, sort of cobblestone oh, area. Um, you see, like, right as you enter, there's this, uh, you're stopped, both you and the Halfling family are stopped by another pair of avowed who come forward and say, Greetings! Welcome to Candlekeep. Uh, the Court of Air is here for all your needs. Um, we would recommend that if you are planning on staying for uh, any extended period of time, you first check into rooms at the House of Rest. Um, and then you can enjoy meals and drinks at the hearth. Uh, if you have any needs for book binding services, you may trip, go to the House of the Binder. Um, and there are other services in the Court of Air as well that you are welcome to avail yourself of while you are here at Candlekeep. Um, additionally, while you are here at Candlekeep, you must all agree to follow the orders of accordance in order to prevent misconduct. Violation of these orders uh, may result in punishment up to and including banishment from Candlekeep. Rules are as follows. No fighting. All arguments must follow the rules of cordial debate and discussion. Violent altercations are not tolerated. No stealing. This rule applies to all objects in the keep, not just the library's works. No copying. You are permitted to take notes while studying the library's works, but if you want a full copy, you must pay to have the manuscript created by scribes at the House of the Binder. No damaging, marking, or otherwise modifying the works in the library. This rule doesn't apply to privately owned collections. Um, so anything that you brought yourself, you are more than welcome to mark. But anything in our collections, no marking, no damaging, no modifying. Understood? Yes. Um, what if, and I don't think this is, just hypothetically, what if, we needed to change the thing that we brought to Candlekeep that somebody in our party wrote. Is that okay? Um, the book that you submitted, if it has marks in it, those marks will be 
viewed and discussed by the uh, 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 great readers before they officially enter the collection. So if those marks are thought to lend additional whatever, additional uh, value, additional knowledge, additional etc to the book, then they will be left in. Otherwise, they will be cleaned. But that uh, obviously won't prevent you from enjoying the collection because when you marked in it, it was privately owned. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yes. Okay. Any other questions? Enjoy Candle Keep. And if Thank once you. you are ready to begin browsing the collections, uh, you will you can head over to the pillars of pedagogy on um, and you will be assigned an avowed seeker who can help you um, find the books that you need for your research subjects. <coughs> so we can't we can't go looking for the books. Someone goes looks for the books for us. Um, unless you have special dispensation from one of the great readers. Uh, no, you may not access the inner wards of the library where Great. the bulk of the collection is kept. Great. We will make sure to get that special thing. Very well. I would, In I would like to request that. Well. I, I would also like to request that. Okay. Yeah, well, so two requests. Good luck, then. How do we request that? Oh, how do we request it? Is it not with you? No, it's not with me. Um, <laughs> oh, the great, the avowed seekers are more than capable of bringing you books on any topic that you wish them to bring you. If you have specific book requests in mind, you may ask for specific books. Uh, we don't tend to allow outsiders into the inner wards of the library because a lot of the tomes are very, very old, very, very fragile, and we want to preserve those books. So that is why we typically have the avowed handle the books and bring them to you as opposed to having you go randomly browsing in the inner library itself. I completely agree, and I will be very careful when I do so. Um, where can I find these readers? Um, they sometimes come out into the court of air. Uh, if there's business that they need to attend to, um, it, they will uh, release special dispensation to explore the inner library um, on an as-needed basis. Uh, typically, if you do something helpful for them, then they may, I don't know if they will, but that's how it sometimes happens. All right, I'll work with that. So we have um, to go on a quest. Or can you just summon them? No. They're very mm -hmm. busy. All right, I will get them then. Where do they, where are they? Usually in the inner library, but as I say, they sometimes come out into the court of air to conduct business. If you see one, please tell them, Artemis Brightshield, Earl Artemis Brightshield, um, needs to speak with them. 
certainly. Um, are you the same Artemis Bride Shield that, um, are you, the, are you the musician? Perhaps. He's being unusually modest. <laughs> You're right, it's unbecoming. I am. Uh, will you be staying here long? I will. I don't want to pay another book. Uh, very well. Um, I, I might flag you down to sign an album cover for me. I would be very happy to do so, um, especially if you brought one of those readers with you. I will <laughs> for sure put in a good word. And Fantastic. And good I'm words for all of my friends. They're with me yes, too. Yes, yes, absolutely. Good. Thank you. Uh, what is your name again? Uh, uh, Thomas. Thomas, it has been a pleasure, a treat, and an honor. Shake his hand. Uh, you said something about a drink, I believe, somewhere. Yes, um, and the halfling family has already left at this point, uh, by the way. They, they are long gone. Um, but he points over in the direction of uh, the hearth. Um, which is one of the buildings along sort of the south wall of the Court of Air. Wonderful. Um, um, do you wanna, yeah. Anyone have any other questions? We should make we should. sure we have a place to sleep. This will be yeah, we should well. go yeah. do reservations. So, how's, how's the House of Rest first? Thank you. Uh, yeah, nice. You, you would, you'd like to contact Rose at this point? Yes. We think she's within 120 feet. Give it a try. I think I have to see her, right? You don't have to see her. You just have For to see her in range and in the right direction. So just spin in a circle. Okay, I'll do that. I'll spin in a circle while I trying to talk to Rose. Are you guys just like standing still by the entrance or are you making your way towards the house? No, we've walked in. Okay. We've walked in. <laughs> We're in the middle of the empty <laughs> open space. We're standing uh, right in the doorway. Artie's demanding the manager at the entrance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going ahead and getting us each a room. A room I'll for each of us. Canara while trying to contact Rose in my brain. I'm just going to look for Rose. Okay. The old-fashioned way. Uh, oh. sure. Um, Penny, well, well, I guess let me just roll, see if you- I have it as a cantrip, so I'm sending the message in the right <laughs> Can you hear me I'm now? Spinning. I'm Can you hear me now? Yeah. Can you hear me yeah. now? Uh, eventually, what's the message? What message are you sending over and over and over again? It's just, Rose, 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 Rose. <laughs> Rose, <laughs> Rose, this is Penny. We are here. Where are you? Rose, this is Penny. We are here. Where are you? Rose, this is Penny. I'm the redheaded one, if you don't remember. Where are you? As you're spinning and slowly <laughs> making your way towards the hearth and the house of rest, midway through one of the messages that you're sending in the wrong direction, you get a response from the right direction. Uh, <laughs> Rose says, oh, um, you all are here, great. Um, yeah, I'm currently in the hearth. Guys, Rose is in my brain, she's at the hearth. Bowman books it, full on sprint. <laughs> great. 
Uh, I didn't know he had that much energy. What clearly would never get that excited with any of us. What is Bowman's movement speed? Uh, it, 30. Can I beat it? <laughs> it's 30. I cannot beat it. I'm a little I'm a little hurt. Has he ever run that fast for any of us? No, he's literally obsessed with it. <laughs> like dragons part. included. No. Yeah, but um before we get to the hearth, Janara, you go to the House of Rest. Yep. Uh, this is sort of a three-story uh, uh, bunkhouse, uh, uh, small inn-type building. Um, is anyone going with you? I'll go with her. Okay. Yeah, no one goes alone. Yeah, great. So you both uh, uh, approach this inn. You enter what? into the sort of, into the building. It's this sort of a very rustic style building, you know, lots of wood elements uh, in here. Uh, there's a counter and big, you know, book at the counter and uh, and sort of an older uh, uh, woman sort of looks up as you enter and says, uh, hello, um, how may I help you? Um, I'd like to book lodging for six of us. Mm-hmm. Very well. Um, do you all need private rooms, or would you like to stay in the common bunk area? Private rooms would be preferable. Uh, very well. Um, I actually just got back a key for one of the magnificent mansion doorways, so here you are. Great. Um, and that will be, and she like grabs the book and she flips through to try uh-huh. to find, uh, uh, you know, how much to charge you, um, for for this room, uh, and then finally arrives. Uh, yes. How long will you be staying? Uh. We can charge on a per night basis if that is easier. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, very well, very well. And you said there were six of you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, very well, very well. That will be um twenty talents. Okay. Oh. Uh, a night. Great. Or per person. A night. Mansion? We live here. Yeah, let's buy this place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're never leaving. Um, she gives you the key. Uh very well. Uh if you go up to the third floor, you will find your room up there. Very end of the hall, room 333. Okay. Hard to forget that's on the third floor. Um end of key. Room three, three, three. Wait, do we all have one room? It's it's um it's, it's a magical sweet. door. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, it's a suite. So if if the two of you go up to investigate, sure. I can explain it to you now, or you can wait until later. It's up to you. Yeah, let's go investigate. Yeah. Let's okay. let's say we grabbed people's luggage yeah. and stuff yeah. and we're dropping it. <laughs> wait, did we bring luggage? Well, I assume we have a change of clothes. Y'all been changing? Um, <laughs> you, uh, the two of you go up to the third floor, you find 333, you, the lock is in the center of the door, which is weird. As you put the lock in and turn, there's sort of a flash of light around the 
edges of the door door frame. And as you open the door, you enter into a space that should not be able to fit inside the building that you were in. Um, you enter into a large entrance foyer, uh, still very much in the same like rustic style as the rest of the building. Um, but you see there's like, a, as you go into this like suite, there's a doorway off to the side that has like a dining room and a kitchenette. Uh, and then there are six bedrooms um, and a master bath for each of the six bedrooms. <gasps> um, it's very nice in here, as well as like a small study area um, as, as well. Okay. This will do. 20 bucks a night, yeah. Yeah, 20 bucks a night for a magnificent mansion. Just let you know how much Candlekeep cares about the people coming mm -hmm. to visit. Um, they only care about books. Yeah. Uh, the rest of you make your way over to the hearth. Um, as you approach, you know, this is sort of a modest uh, uh, tavern. Looks very sturdy, uh, uh, but, but modest. Um, and you see, you know, a couple pair of small windows on either side of the front door, letting out some, you know, uh, uh, orange glowing light um, from the interior. As you open the doors and go inside, you find that this is bigger on the inside than it is on the outside. Um, it's as you look around, you're like, well, this is at least triple the size I was expecting it to be. Um, the, as you sort of look around this room, you see that there's a long bar, very long bar, um, with, you know, 10 people sort of at the bar, like, with drinks and still room for plenty more, um, as well as, uh, uh scattered throughout the room, um, tables and chairs, uh, uh, some benches at some tables, too, um, as well as uh, uh, soft armchairs uh, in clusters and, you know, uh, uh, particularly around this, like, large fireplace. Um, right above the bar, uh, you see there's this, like, strange, intricate clockwork device glowing uh, very slightly um, embedded in the ceiling above the bar. Uh, and you also see, like, doorways off of this room into uh, uh, side rooms and stuff. But Bowman, since you were running ahead, you were the first to enter. You look around, and you spot Rose uh, almost immediately. She is sitting in an armchair over by the um, fireplace uh, with a, uh, a black-winged cat, a tressim, um, with her uh, sort of curled up on the arm of the chair as she is reading a book, but she looks up when the door enters and smiles wide when she sees you and, you know, she waves you over. Um, you're muted. Damn it. Um, in my <laughs> calm manner, I, uh, I am gasping for air. Just catch my breath from running over here. Uh, yep. But I walk over to where she is. 
Yeah, she gives you a big hug when you see her. Um, the rest of you enter as well, see Bowman hugging Rose. Uh, she looks very much the same as you last saw her, you know, uh, short, very curly blonde hair. Uh, uh, you know, she's still wearing like very similar, um, you know, heavy, like armored clothing that she was wearing as well. Um, and she has a she has a sword with her, but it doesn't appear like it's been drawn from its sheath recently. Um, the only real difference is she has a very thin scar over her left eye now. Um, but other than that, she seems uh, fine. Um, and I will go ahead and send y'all her character portrait for this. Yes. 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 <laughs> Ooh la la. Why is she the character portrait? Because she's a character. She's a, a major secondary character. Interesting. She's so cute. I, mean, I like how cute. her, her right. armored boots have high her heel high heeled. That's she's impressive. gotta be fashionable. Fashionable. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just gonna point out that she and Artemis are wearing the same top in their design. <laughs> oh, how cute. Awkward. Ooh. Incredible. Uh, Rose, it's, it's great to see you. Hi, Bowman. Uh, uh, hi, the rest of you. I, Artemis, uh, Penny, thank you uh, for the message. Uh, um, Octavia, uh, where are Nix and Janara? They're getting us rooms. Oh, great. Well, um, have a seat. Uh, can I get you all something to eat or, or drink? I'm fine. Why are you serving us? What do you mean you're going to get us? Oh, I'm just going to pay for your food. The bar will serve it. No, yeah. no, 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 no. We, don't uh, pay for we us. Don't, don't pay for us. We're I'll, rich. Oh, don't worry about that. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll pay. I'll pay. No, 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 no. no. I'll, I'll, I'll pay. Here we go. Right, no, 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 I, no, I can... no, 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 no. <laughs> And I, I, I do like hungry, I have so it a tab matter. open already. Just <laughs> order what you want. I'll go. Or I can I can get things for people. And I run off before <laughs> getting people's orders. Great. Um, what do you come back with? Um, a variety of fruity drinks. <laughs> um. We got a hurricane, one, one a mojito. Large, one large big ale for Bowman. Large big. Large big. Large big ale for Bowman. A mega pint. Um, yeah, something <laughs> pink and fruity. Um with that's like a little bit kind of sneaky for uh Penny. Sneaky. Um uh two ciders, one for no, Artemis isn't a cider person. Two ciders. We'll see who wants them. One for one for Nix. And I do love a good pear cider. One for Octavia. And um three glasses of the best bright shield vintage. Great. Yeah, you Four. come back with all these drinks. Uh by this Four. time, we'll say that Nix and Janara have joined as well. Um, and Artemis, when you return, uh, uh, Rose is clearly a, a mid-story, um, and she says, so after, you know, Bowman and I, uh, uh, parted ways, um, 
you know, I, I joined up with a group of three other people. Every, all of us were sort of looking to, you know, find a way to get into Camel Keep. So, um, you know, we'd heard these legends of this, uh, this lost tome in an old abandoned uh, Yuan Ti temple. Um, so we sort of uh, uh, went into the temple, uh, awoke some uh, spirit nagas, and uh, that's how I got this, uh, this scar here, actually. Um, but we made it out with the book and got in, and I've been here, gosh, ever since. The other, th the other three actually already left, uh, but I just can't get enough of this place. Um, but, uh, oh, thanks uh, for the drinks, Artemis. Uh, did you, you put this on my tab, right? Yes. Great. Artie, you didn't get nachos. Uh, you're, you're, you're very right. Sorry, sorry. I will. I'm gonna go get it. appetizers. Yeah, you you go up, you put in orders for appetizers, you come back. Nachos, chicken wings. Uh, yeah. Um, and and the the bar, yeah, the bartender yeah. lets you know that they'll be delivered over to your area. It gives you a little sign with a number on it that you can put down. To, Great. Um, how are you? I'm gonna like linger at the bar for a little bit. Did you just ask me how I am? Yeah. Uh, how are you doing? I'm fine. I'm fine. Good. Are you busy today? <laughs> uh, You're always this busy. This is about average. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, is there I'm anything else I can town. help you with? <clears throat> um, uh, I no, do have other orders to take. So. Just absolutely go take care of them, and I will wait for the... We'll uh, deliver it to your spot. Yeah, you're right. Take you're the right. number with you and go... As Artemis is rambling on, I, Bowman's going to come behind him and just be like, <clears throat> Artemis, I, I don't oh, know what's going on. Sorry. Um, but I would like to remind you, the only reason we came here is because Rose found a book that was related to your your name. So, you're right, you're right. We should, sorry. you yes. have to talk to her eventually. As wise as ever, Mr. Bowman, thank you. Yes. So let's go let's back. Go. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, as the two of you are returning, Rose is saying, so what have you all been up to recently? Not much. We've, uh, we, we fought a dragon and then we've been... Well, I was there for the yeah. dragon bit. Yeah. <clears throat> And then, but like, I was just saying, since then, like, not much has <laughs> measured up to fighting a dragon. Well, even so, you know what? What's been happening? What's we I, did we did kill a vampire. Well, that's true. That's pretty impressive. We killed three, actually. Oh right! Oh, two, mama like boys. Two. Yeah, that was kind of upsetting, actually. Not because we liked both of them. The I mean, they, they did like eat upsetting. people, so. Yeah. Did they eat people or did they just drink their blood? What's the difference? I think there's a big difference. Well, oh, yeah? I do. Is so there? That's the point. I think so. Well, this, this gets into a whole conversation about what counts as cannibalism. Yeah. It's more yeah, of a, 
Yeah. Hmm. Interesting point, though. I don't think it's cannibalism if you don't use your teeth. Well, they, they do use it. They did use it. No, not if you're drinking. Yeah, but they How do you have think they like, puncture the neck? They didn't go, hey, can I drink your blood? And they were my like, brother slaughtered yeah, all sure. of our family's workers. Oh my god. Ha! Ah. Sorry. Uh we've oh been my busy. Gods. So that's why uh you saying that you found something with his name on it uh was uh interesting. He's missing. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, I'm really sorry to hear that. I I can't imagine what must be going through your head right now. It's weird. Very weird. Um, so we are looking for him and he might be in a place that's hard to get to. So hopefully, I'm, I mean, no, no pressure, but um, we don't, like, we have no leads, like zero. If your book doesn't have anything, we are shit out of fucking luck. But hey, do you think your book has an idea where my, what's the title of the book? Um, yeah. Um... Yes, let, uh, let, me, let me tell you, let me tell you what I... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Uh, so Rose um, takes a minute. Uh, uh, takes the test. So I guess it started about a month ago. Uh, I was, you know, spending some time in the Towers of Pedagogy like everybody else. I had them bring me a bunch of books, but, you know, I just wanted to step out and get, you know, stretch my legs, get some air. And I found a, a door that I hadn't noticed before. I opened it up and discovered that it was uh, an extra dimensional space that the library had lost track of. Um, I brought it to the attention of the avowed and helped them secure and catalog the, the room. Um, and as thanks, uh, one of the great readers, uh, 
Telus Avaste uh, wrote me permission to enter the inner wards of Candlekeeper. Great, uh, exciting honor. Uh, so I was I was exploring um, you know, the, the stacks in one of the many towers uh, one day and I stumbled across a journal written by someone named Jason Reichschild. Jason? <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's canon. Artemis said that. Uh, yeah, Jason. Um, it, it is kind of an odd name, but um, some of the other names in the book are, are, are odd too. And Artemis is kind of an unusual name when we're at it. Yeah, okay. All right. We can move on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> It's the diary of a Jason Reichschild. Um, if you want, I can give you a brief summary of the contents, though I'm sure you'd love to read it yourself. Uh, yeah, your summary will be great, I'm sure. So, Jason, this was written based on the dates. Um, based on the dates a little over 500 years ago, 600 maybe, um, between 500 and 600 years ago. Um, he begins the, for the record, Jason <laughs> like the Argonauts, because oikos is a Greek word, so okay. everything there it. has Greek names. Jason Rulo. <laughs> anyway, I know we all think Jason is just the name of like some guy nowadays, but that is the name of one of the most famous Greek heroes. Jason of the Golden Fleece? Yes. Yeah. I read Percy Jackson. <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> I'm so excited about the show. So excited about the show. If you would like to sponsor this show, please let us know. Yeah. Hey, Rick Reardon. Ricky! Um, anyway. <clears throat> Jason, the, the journal is about his pilgrimage. Um, he writes about, I, I, it sounds like from his writing that it was a tradition in the kingdom he came from called Oikos, um, where the children of the king would set out on a pilgrimage around the world to, to learn more about the world when they turned 18. But it seems like there was some drama involved with his departure. Um, I guess it was typically only for the eldest child of the 
monarch as a sign that the eldest child would ascend the throne. But Jason was the younger of the two. Um, and his older sister, Ariadne, had not been sent out on the pilgrimage. Um, she had, he writes that she had some health affliction um, that made it impractical for her to leave on the pilgrimage, as is as would have been tradition. And I, I apparently, Ariadne's condition and the death of the their mother. Um, had led some religious figures to claim that the the god that the kingdom worshipped, the, the silver flame, had abandoned the royal family. Uh, so I guess things were pretty tense uh, when he was sent out on the pilgrimage. And there was some speculation that him being sent out was a sign that perhaps his father, King Apollo, Bright Shield III, would be skipping over his older sister for the throne. But he says that's not. He says that that's what most people think. And then he wrote that if only they knew how tense things were between him and his father and how he felt like his father was merely sending him away on the pilgrimage to get him out of his hair. Uh, he, he also writes about uh, a great distaste for his father's new advisor age named Minos. What? What's that name? Minos. M-I-N-O-S. Uh, I don't know. It sounds like based on what Jason's writing, his father had been instituting some new policies recently on the advice of this new advisor that both he, Jason, disagreed with and the, the populace was unpopular with the populace of the kingdom. But he went on the pilgrimage when his father sent him away and, you know, a, a lot of the entry, a lot of the entries are just about his experiences, ex you know, seeing new places and meeting new people and, you know, broadening his horizons. And it's not until near the end of the journal that something, re he starts writing about something really strange. Um, he writes about how people stopped react, stopped reacting with recognition 
when he mentioned who he was or where he was from. No one had ever heard of the kingdom of Oikos or its rulers or the Silver Flame. And at first, you know, the first couple stops, he sort of writes that's strange that the name of the kingdom hasn't spread, but I suppose I'm far away from home. But then, as he goes to more and more places and finds that the name of the, nobody's heard of Oikos before, he starts getting more worried. And so he hurries back home and finds nothing but empty rolling fields where the city state should be. And he asked it, you know, places nearby, communities that had previously been just outside the borders of Oikos. Nobody had ever heard of such a place or had heard of the Bright Shield royal family. The only thing that anyone remembered from the from around the time that Jason first noticed people stopped recognizing others. Around that time, people in the surrounding area reported a thick mist oh. rolling into the area. The last pages of the journal, Jason vows to devote his life and devote his family line to discovering what happened to Oikos and recovering the lost kingdom. In the very last page, he says that he's going to leave the journal in Candlekeep in the hopes that one day someone might come across the tome and figure out how to break the memory curse surrounding Oikos. Memory curse. And here's the weird part. I think this curse is still in effect. None, no one I talked to, I tried showing several different about this book. They were able to read it and speak about it while they were actively reading it. But as soon as they stopped reading it, all memory of the contents disappeared from their mind. Why can you remember it? Yeah. I don't know. What about you? I don't know. Mm. Maybe it's because you have the book with you. Or you're just incredibly talented and very smart. Um, but all of thing. you seem to be retaining what I just told you about the book. <clears throat> oh, and every other person know... I've explained this summary <laughs> to has also forgotten it. <laughs> Either Gross. So we're all that related, time. or no, I know I'm saying maybe you're a relative, and then I was like, ooh, not that kind of relative. But then well, I was like, oh, well, we all have it with Hardy, so it makes sense. Okay, yeah. Yeah, either we are all somehow no. related or it's because we know a bright field yeah maybe that's my theory yeah i mean we have like a personal connection 
fortunate or not to a bright shield and that Thank is you. So, allowing us to retain this information your guess is as good as mine hmm. i'm pretty sure i remember artemis exists when i don't see him Yes, thank you for that. Well, people know that Artemis exists, and people didn't forget. The, I mean, I don't know for sure, but based on the journal entries, it doesn't sound like people forgot Jason as soon as he left the room. True. It just seems like well, how would he people can't retain memories of Oikos, of where he was from, of who his people were. There's some kind of curse surrounding that knowledge. Where is Oikos? Or was it? No one knows. No Well? Oh, Rosemary. Um, you know. Based on the travel log that the journal is, it sounds like it was located between Cormier and Atolkar. What was that? Ooh, like? Matt, Matt's going to need that one spelled. Atolgard, it doesn't exist anymore. It's it's part of the Sword Coast Federation now. But it was a kingdom, uh, you know, west of Cormier. Um, capital of El Terrell. Um, Can you I'm L? sending it in the group chat. Elturgard. El oh, that's oh, not how I Wow, I got that wrong. I was doing an A at the time, at the beginning. Yeah, I was um, doing an AE, trying to be yeah. fancy. But there was, you know, it was a small city-state kingdom located somewhere in the land between Formir and Elturgard. Um, you know, there, there wasn't really a major, another major civilization in that region at the time. The region fell under the spheres of influence of both Eltergard and Cormier. Um, but I guess before Oikos disappeared, the region probably fell under its sphere of influence. So was there any indication besides the mist of like, I don't know where the people went or like whether there was like a god that was unhappy with this group. Like did Jason, I guess, is it the curse from like the oldest daughter not being healthy enough? Like, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I, Jason was gone for two years. So you know, what he writes about at the beginning, maybe some of that did influence what eventually happened to Oikos, but also a lot could happen in two years, and he was away from home the whole time and wasn't really, didn't sound like and what he was getting that many updates from home. Yeah, I mean, well, you can't blame the guy who wasn't home when things happened, so it's not really his fault. Right, the sure. things fell apart. 
It's out of his control. Just, no. we, I was just wondering if he like knew anything. If he did, he didn't write about Ben, that... where is Brightshield Manor in relation to Cormier and Eltergard? Yeah, so... Is it in the same area or is it off of it? So Brightshield Manor uh, uh, was located in sort of the western half of Cormier. Mm-hmm. So you, in relation to where Oikos likely was located, uh, it would have been east of that. Okay. Uh, by a not insignificant amount of distance, um, but also not overly far. It wasn't like you were across the world from where Oikos used to be, but you also weren't like right in the vicinity of where it used right. to be. Okay, thanks. So the mist also is a Ravenloft thing, right? I'm remembering that right. Uh, that's what the um, vampire said, talked about mist. Right. Mm. So the mist comes, you end up in Ravenloft. What if all of Oikos right. is just in Ravenloft? Mm. And that's why no one can remember it. And from the stories that, um, let me get his name right, because uh, Barnabas, Barnabas Basil, Barney, mm. my, my dude back home. Yeah, um, your, new, uh, your new major dome. My dude. Yeah. My boy. Um, did he tell any stories about mist in the days leading up to it, or the dagger just killed everyone? So that was not Barnabas Basil. Um, oh, okay. The, the gate the, person. The, the keeper, the, the groundskeeper who reported it, which, hold on, let me... Oh, I got his name, too. Um... I'm sure I have it written down here somewhere. Um, I'll be very impressed if you do. I think his name was William. William was the one who was, he was a groundskeeper. He was off property the night that your brother disappeared and that he committed all those murders. Um, He did report a thick mist rolling in. Um, And that is what made because he he was sort of super superstitious about it and he immediately jumped to your brothers in Ravenloft. So we need to go into that mist. So yeah. yeah. Well, I You, you know, there you've got a couple options. I mean, I could, I've got, I still have the the journal in the room in the Towers of Pedagogy that I've been using for, you know, my reading. So if you want to peruse the journal yourself, you can go there, maybe see if you get a copy of it found um, as well. Um, I'd like that. So you can go there. I can also, I, I 
said I know one of the great readers, Talis Avaste, um, he's the one who gave me access to the inner ward, I could probably arrange a chance for you all to speak to him. Um, he is an expert on curses. Um, so, I mean, I doubt he'll be able to retain the knowledge of the book, though we can certainly try, um, <laughs> but he may be able to figure out if we explain the nature of the curse or what we've been able to figure out about this curse, he might have some more insight on how it worked. Um, and he may also, I don't think he's an expert in other planes of existence, but I'm sure one of the other great readers mm -hmm. is. He may be able to connect you with some, with another one of the great readers who knows more. That would be, that would be wonderful. Um, uh, Rose, that, that would be great. I am very much in your debt. Sure. Um, I'll arrange that meeting um, for, well, it's, it's well into the evening now, but um, for tomorrow. Is, does that work? Yeah. Yes. Sure. Yes. Great. Um, do you want to see the journal now? Or sure. Right. Uh, come with me. Mm -hmm. Right. <clears throat> um. Yeah, she leads you all. You know, it's 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 like five thirty, six o'clock ish now. Um, you sort of head across the court of air to the towers of pedagogy. Um. I swing by the bar on the way out because I definitely didn't put that on her tab. <laughs> you have them put all the stuff on her tab and then... I'm just going to drop a, I don't know, a platinum and walk out. Um, yeah, so then you all make your way across to the Towers of Pedagogy. Um, as you approach, uh, you are met by a... Um, a, a pale uh, a moon elf um, individual, um, very calm looking, silvery hair. Uh, and they sort of look up at all of you and say, uh, ah, Miss Wilmington and friends, I assume. Um, Rose just sort of nods and says, uh, hello, Bushadi. Um, just gonna go into my study room don't mind. Um, the elven uh, individual nods and sort of leads you all um, to Rose's private study room where she's got like piles of books on, on desks and tables and stuff. Um, and uh, Rose sort of digs through them and pulls out this, uh, you know, black uh, uh, leather journal with sort of a, a flip uh, a strap to, to keep it closed. Um, very like worn yellowed pages as you open it and like start to try to turn the pages you can feel they're very fragile because they're hundreds of years old at this point. Um, but there it is, the journal. That's, is there a date 
to me. Yep. Yep. It's dated for, um, let me double check that date for you real quick. I just want to make sure that I don't contradict myself later. Um, if I even wrote down a date, I maybe didn't write down a date, which makes Old sense. as crap. Because I can just make something up. Um, okay. So it is dated for um, 1495 DR. Uh, you are currently in the year 2000 DR. So this is over 500 years old. The first date is 1495, and the last date is 1497. Wow. They let you just take this? Well, nobody remembers it, so. That's oh, very sneaky. Okay. So, okay. I mean, we can't walk out with this because there will be, there's magic that will make this appear back <laughs> in the library. Oh, okay. So we can't leave the premises with it, but we, we could have a copy of it. Um, or take really good notes. Also an option. And there's no, you haven't been able to find, even in your own, like, have you looked for any other books about Oikos? I, I have uh, uh, looked, but let me put it this way. Nobody in the about can remember that such a place exists. Nobody can tell me where in the library it would be, which means that I'm wandering around dozens mm. of towers, all filled to the brim with thousands upon thousands of books, hoping that I can find something that mentions Oikos. Does the word oikos, like, do they remember the, that word and what? then not associate it with a place or like? They don't seem to remember the word. Oh. I mean, I, they, I can say it to them in a moment and they'll say, what's that? And I'll say, it's a kingdom that nobody can remember. And they'll be like, what was, what were we talking about? It's just instantly wiped. So. Unless they're actively looking at the book. Or I would suppose, unless they were actively in Oikos. But I don't know, that's, I'm guessing. I have a really kind of a shitty question to ask of one of you. Could one of you leave the room for a bit and come right back in? Yeah. I'll do it. I'll leave. I'm leaving. I'm gonna go as well. Okay. Two of you leave the room. And then come back in. Hi. Hello, do you, Marty. Do you remember what we were talking about in here? Yes, you told you said, well, someone leave the room, and everyone got quiet, and I said, I will. I'll leave the room, and I left. We were talking about, about Oikos. 
Which reminds me of what I was going to say, which is this seems like Candlekeep is a very inefficient cataloging system. Because let me tell you, sure, they don't remember what the kingdom is, but they should know what the call number is for general kingdoms. Take you to that section and you should be able to browse. Sure, it'll take a couple days, but with seven of us, and maybe if we get some great readers in the avowed working on it, we should be able to find a book on Oikos. Or at least the general region. Yeah, they can't even tell you like, oh, this area is about the the part that's in between um I mean, Formier and I I've, I've, I've read I've I've read some of I've read through a lot of the books on that general region. Um, I just haven't found anything period? on I've been doing my best, but there's a lot. We're just we're just trying to like no, figure out what we have to focus on. I'm just saying, if... I think if it were up to me, I would have done a little better job. But have you thank you, Miss Presswell. I think have... put me in there and I can find it. Have you noticed in in researching like people skipping dates in their in their records of things? Like there are things that are supposed to be there, but just aren't there in the books anymore. Like like mm. pages or not as far as I've noticed. But so the other thing that complicates matters is the 1490s was a very turbulent period Charming. in the history of the region. Uh, the 1400s as a whole was a very turbulent period. I mean, the century sort of started with the gods losing their divinity for a hot minute there. And then... Shit, I should have paid attention at school. Then the last decade of the 1400s, there were so many calamities that happened back, 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 from a cult trying to bring Tiamat back to the world, to giants running amok all over the north, to the entire city of El Terrell disappearing into the Nine Hells, to, I mean, suffice it to say, there was a lot going on in that decade, which is what caused the Sword Coast Federation to be established to begin with. So, the, the period is very turbulent. There's a lot written on it. As a result, there's also a lot of places where there are gaps in knowledge because of the turbulence. Okay. Miss Presswell, if you, Penny, if you would, we're on a first name basis, right? I figured we have been. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Sorry. You've never called me Miss Presswell since maybe like the second day we've met, or if you're trying to pull a prank on me, or that time you proposed to me. <laughs> Let's not talk about that now. Okay. Oh, Rose, did you hear about that? <laughs> no, oh but it God. sounds like quite the story. Anyways, what are you? Would, would you be willing to spend a few days or not, not too much? I, I would be willing to pay you for it if that would be necessary to use this card catalog system thing that you were talking about and see if you can find a book. I can try my best. 
that would be wonderful. Also, what about me screams, please give me money? No, that is not. I just, all of I'm you have, all of you are doing, all of you are doing a lot for me. And just, I, in case it was needed, I'm just throwing it out there. I think that we should all get some rest and prepare for a long day of reading tomorrow. Um, Miss Presswell, while while we're while while we're hanging back, what if we uh, if he we calls you Miss Presswell? I can't get him to stop. He hates me. Um, I do not hate you for mm. one. If it was me and Rose Wilmington in a room, and someone said I have to kill one of them, but you can save one, just tell me which one. Who would you pick, Bowman? Okay, we'd save both. No, I you say, can't. It's I, just I, one. I would save myself for one. Just saying, because I'm also in that room. So, anyways, you got that fan fiction that you I've been I've been I couldn't fall asleep last night. I've been wanting to read something while we. Yes, and I have six different versions, just in case all of us got taken out of Candlekeep for some reason needed to get back in. Because obviously, if I just reproduce six of them, the first person that comes back in would get it put in, and then what happens to the rest of them? So there's six different versions. Six um, Rose says, "God, that's smart." Rose says, Penny, you're you're a fan of uh, fan fiction? Yeah. Oh my, oh my god. Have you read okay, I read this one fanfic about uh it was it was based around the and as you're going down the steps and she's starting to talk about a fanfic Rose. she likes. Um you are interrupted. Uh, as you are approached by a decrepit, gray-bearded dwarf in a custodial uniform, carrying a heavy square tome bound in black leather, uh, so heavy that the weight of the book is causing this old dwarf to wheeze, squinting, he's clenching his teeth. Um, I want to help him carry it. Before you can do that, before he can say anything, his knees buckle and he collapses with the book pressed underneath him. Oh my God, I start trying to pick it up. Wait, he's on yeah. top of the book or the book? He's on top of the book. Oh, never mind. Um, I, Bowman's going to pick him up and just do some lay on hands. You flip him over. As soon as you try, you realize that the lay on hands don't work because he is dead. <gasps> I want to oh, open this book. Cast fucking hell. Wait, he just died or he's an undead? He, he just died. Are you fucking kidding me? Revivify. What's what is this book? You cast revivify. Off a diamond. Uh you cast revivify, but he does not come back to life. Uh what you, is this you book? Get, you get the sense as you cast this as you cast revivify. You get the I'll get to answer your question in just a second. Uh, 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 when you cast Revivify, you get the sense that the reason the spell failed is because his spirit is unwilling to return. Oh, um, oh that's bad. Uh, so this is I lost look, 300 gold and diamonds. In question is this huge, thick black tome called Handle Keep Deconstruction. Replace every C with the letter K. Um, 
and it is written by somebody named Isajar. Uh, on the front cover, you see images of smiling dwarves and a builder's hammer. Um, and as you examine it, you see that there is a... Uh, 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 you know, you're flipping through, you see that there are diagrams and descriptions of almost every building, every location in Candlekeep. You find that there's a bookmark on a certain page um, that uh, 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 has an unusual set of renderings. The bookmark has an unusual set of renderings um, for a tower known as the Barn Door. And on the facing page from that, uh, you see a floor plan detailing the tower's lowest level, which seems to contain an array of odd mechanical devices. Has anyone called for help? Yeah, Bowman's Excuse gonna- me. help! <laughs> Um, an avowed comes like dashing up the steps. It's the same elf that was at the door. She... This dwarf, he just he carried a book and it was heavy and he got a heart attack or something. We didn't do anything and and he's just he's dead and I tried to heal him but Goron's he wouldn't go back. Goron's metal and that him is that it's I don't that's his name. I don't, I don't fucking uh, yeah. Can he's... I have the book? Yeah. Oh, he, he God, died that's... for this book. His body is right here. Whose book is this and where is it going? This is one of the books of the library. Oh, can we have it? Can we look at it? No. Why not? I thought we could get any book from the library. There's a dead body between us right now. (laughs) Party, this is not new for us. He should not have had this book in his possession. This book is from the restricted vaults. It's not meant to be used by outsiders. Mm. Mm. But he was inside the library. He shouldn't have had this book. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Listen, I'm very sorry. No, nobody's supposed to look at this book except the great readers. I'm very sorry. Does anybody have the spell detect good and evil? Uh, detect thought. No, I'm just thinking, is this book evil or something? I'm gonna try. Did it cast us? Did it curse him to die? What are you gonna try, Artemis? I'm gonna try and like put a hand on this guy's shoulder. Like, I'm very sorry. The death of Mister of this gentleman threw me off. There is. A little hush hush arrangement. I'm I'm afraid that's all I'm able to tell you right now. But there's an arrangement. I do have permission. I do need to see this book. The the arrangements have been made. It is top level security. I'm I'm very sorry you were included in it. We need to keep this. Uh make a deception check. Come on, baby. Come on, come on, come on. Okay, okay, okay. Decent, decent. Um, 27. Do you have a written note 
from the great readers? I asked for one, but because of the secrecy of this, it was recommended that no trace was left. Um, Rose sort of jumps in now and says, Bushadi, you know that I, you know, I'm, I'm a friend of, of Candlekeep and um, been working with Talus some. Um, you trust me, right? The, the elf, like, nods and says, okay, well, just make sure you re return it as soon as possible. Yes. Should, should we should we summon you to, to return it? Any of uh, I, I suppose if you have something worked out with the great readers, you should return it to one of them. We do, but now that you know. I suppose. If if you if you do know, we'll, we shall contact you. Oh, okay. Thank you for your um, for your discretion. Yeah, and Bushabi says, um, I'll have to grab a couple others so that we can see too body. May he rest yes. in peace. Um, a moment of silence. For I bow my head. Grouchard. Buron Stern Metal. Exactly. Stern Metal. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. I'm going to gift of Gab and then say the right name. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> Perfect use of gift of gab. Um, yes, a moment of silence. All right, if you'll excuse us, we really do need to be going and take our book. Goodbye. Yeah, you all like hurry down out of the building and hurry across to. It's like, um, I've got a room in the. We've got a suite. Great, let's go there. Um, you all hurry to your suite. Um, oh, this is beautiful. Slam this huge, heavy tome on, like, the table. Um, yeah. All right. A man died to bring us this book. He died so much that he wanted to die. We are going to learn everything about this book. How much, how many pages is it? A lot. I don't have a specific number. A lot of pages. So what, because I have keen mind, would I be able to read through the entirety of this book tonight and recall everything in the book? So we don't have to bring it with us? Uh, quite possibly. You could try. You would not be able to take a long rest and would have a level of exhaustion tomorrow. Um, Rose says... I think that given what just happened, we should talk to Telus tonight, if possible. Because of Grilderchard's death. Is he going to want to take the book? I mean, he's going to want to look into this, into what just happened. And you all are in tandem. I oh, bet probably. that if Rose, we, that's not final. It's, it's in 
the newspapers. I am aware. Quite fun. Um, I bet that if we help Tellus solve whatever's going on here, he will lend the entire weight his title is great reader to helping you all find out what you need to find out. Brilliant. Um, wouldn't say brilliant, but okay. Great reader. That means he's like the head honcho, not just that he's really like good at phonics or something. No, so yeah, there are <laughs> both. The power structure in Candlekeep, there's the Keeper of the Tomes, which is basically the governor of Candlekeep. Um, and then there are, there's the first reader who is sort of the head of the Conclave of Great Readers, um, of whom there are, including the first reader, nine total. Um, so the nine of them sort of oversee all the day-to-day -day operations of Candlekeep and all of them are sort of masters of different fields of study. The, the first reader is a dragonborn known as Bookworm, spelled as a Y. Um, and then there's Talus of Oste, who, who I met and is the one who gave me permission and who I was planning on us meeting tomorrow, but it I, it would probably be good to talk to him tonight. Given what just happens. Sure. You, you don't think we need to write, write down what's in the book first? You trust him? You trust him? Well, either way, we have the bookmarked page that we saw. I've got that. So we can always start with that if he takes a book. <clears throat> Could we have Tylus meet us here? Or do we have to go to Tylus? Why don't... There are private meeting rooms in the hearth. Why don't we meet with him in one of those? Um, be at the hearth and say... 15 minutes, I'll go get him and we can meet with him. Sounds good. Right. Uh, I'm going to, before she heads out, like catch her arm mm -hmm. and say, I do really appreciate you helping. Of course. Happy to do so. And I would like to insight check. Make an insight check. feel so bad about this. Uh, 15. Seems to be telling the truth. Thank you. Let her go. Great. She leads. Do you guys want to do anything while you're alone, or do you want to just go straight to meet with her and tell us? Can we, flip through the book and see if there's anything, I don't know, like maybe focusing on cover pages 
title and that cover. Yeah, is there is there an index? Uh, there's a there is an index at the back. Yeah, it just has like the names of all the different towers in Candlekeep, and there are so many freaking towers in Candlekeep. It's impossible to, you know, there's a lot. Hmm. There's a lot. Does anybody else find it weird? And maybe I'm just reading into this a little too much, but like. This dude died right in front of us, holding a book that shows where literally everything that was constructed is and how to get into it and how it works. Like, what? Well, yeah, number one, we attract bad luck um, like no one else. If something bad and creepy is going to happen in Candlekeep, it's going to be the day that we get here. Oh, there's that. But like this is literally exactly what we need to find some shit that nobody can remember. I I will I will say it doesn't have the book does not have listings of what books are in each. No, tower. sure, but these are architectural diagrams. If mm-hmm. we're trying to find a spot that nobody remembers is there, like freaking Rose did, like she found a place that nobody remembered, like maybe it's in this book. Yeah, which again, I'm not. I'm learning to be a person who goes with the flow of greater forces. It could either be something nefarious that's about to come try and eat us, or it could... There are a lot of forces at work that might be lending their hand. To get us what we need. Rose seems earnest. I mean, have we ever known her to fuck us over? Myself excluded. Um, Gross. Sorry, I I just wanted to throw it because she's doing really well, and I just want to remind everyone that I hit that. I do want (sighs) to just say. I'm ignoring that. Maybe we don't tell Rose everything. Oh, sure. I think it would be in our best interest if we, you know, kept some things to just the six of us. She doesn't have to know everything about where we're going and what we're doing and why we're doing it. Although I do trust Rose inherently, keeping our cards close to our chest is a Mm -hmm. good strategy, especially when we're dealing with un- unprecedented things like a disappearing kingdom and it could Mm -hmm. like it could um, we don't even know what we're walking into this could be for rose's safety not telling her yeah everything that we're doing but i i I will say one thing i will not lie to her well withholding information isn't the same as lying yeah i know um, while we're all while we're all here, and mm-hmm. if there's a sudden mist, you you don't have to go into it. Oh, we're go- I'm going head first. I. That means the literal world to me, Bowman. But um, you you don't all of you. You don't have to. 
I will probably be charging into it because I need to get Dagrin back. But you, you've already done a lot more over the last month than, frankly, you 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 should for me. So. Well, thanks. We're going to be late to our meeting. Mm. Yeah. Who wrote this book? Can you repeat that name, Ben? Yep. Uh, the book Isajar. It was written by someone named Isajar. Yep. Isajar. 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 Replace and every C with the letter K. The name of the book. Thick. So it's it's a thick book. CC. <laughs> I will send you the name of the book and I will send you the name of the author. Panel Creep Deconstruction. It's done. Feels like an aggressive word. What's I that? like to think like it's just like a Lego manual, but in reverse. Yeah. And the, the bookmarked page was about a tower called the Barn Door. Oh, um, which Right, which had the floor and in the floor plan of the lowest level, it had diagrams showing an array of odd mechanical devices um, and details about those devices, like installed in the like the structure of the room, yeah, or just like in the room. No, installed in the room. Because it, it's an architectural diagram, so it wouldn't have anything that wasn't right. physically totally built into. Hey, wait, are these architectural diagrams? Yeah. Oh. I didn't get that the first three times that we said it. <laughs> well, clearly I didn't. So. <laughs> um, great. Is there anything else you guys want to do with this book before you go? Are we bringing it with us or are we leaving it? Let's keep it in the hole, right? Bowman, oh, you have the hole? Yeah. Put it in your yes. pocket, Bowman. Do you currently have any one in the hole? I feel like that's a question I Maybe need to ask Vivi you. Maybe in there? <laughs> I, okay, first of all, that's gross. I cleaned out the hole recently, and no, I <laughs> didn't have anyone, thank you. <laughs> anyone in there. Do you um, have multiple people in there? Well, yeah, I can, I can put the tome in the hole, um, carry it around. You did not answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're gonna, uh, um, I'll tell you guys that we're gonna be, we're gonna be late. Oh no, that was pretty. Um, he, he doesn't even remember when I talked to him. <laughs> Maybe he's that, the curse. You all, you all leave the room, you make your ways back down. As you exit the inn, um, oh, and go across to the hearth, um, an earthquake what the causes all of Candlekeep <laughs> to shudder and then stops almost Why? immediately. The people milling around like gasp and like look around. You see the about are looking really, really nervous. Um, and out the front door of the hearth, you see, um, Three people come out. You see That's Rose. Uh, sure. You see Rose dash outside at the uh, uh, earthquake, as well as a uh, human 
man uh, dressed in sort of very like nice, uh, 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 you know, very nice sort of suit, but it's heavily featuring purple colors, uh, clearly related to Candlekeep. And they seem to run out together. A third individual runs out separately with them um, as well. This is a, a green scaled dragonborn wearing purple robes uh, uh, lined with gold um, as they sort of dash out into the square. Um, and Rose sees you all and says, what was that? An earthquake? Um, but the, the, the dragonborn comes over, nods to the human man with um, Rose, says, tell us. Um, and the rest of you, hello. Um, tell us not a bookworm. Um, pleasure. Um, the dragonborn looks around and says, there is something afoot in Candlekeep. Seen your pictures in the paper before. I, I swear we didn't do it. <laughs> we literally just got here. We just got here. We didn't touch anything. No, you're, you saved Waterdeep. Oh, yeah. That's how you know us. Okay. Yeah, we did. We did. We did do that. Yep. Yeah. Um, earthquakes? Yeah. Happen a lot? Common? No, they are not common. I was really hoping that that was normal. Hope you're anchored um, your bookshelves. Rose sort of jumps oh. in and says, these are um, some friends oh, no. of mine. Um, I was bringing them in to meet with great reader. Tell us about a matter, um, but if your uh, first reader, Ness, would uh, like to join the meeting uh, as well, um, it may I? They could probably help you. Um, bookworm nods and says, "Yes." Heroes of Waterdeep. Maybe you can help me figure out what's happening in this library. We can try. I'm sorry, do things happen here? Just like weird things all the time, like earthquakes, dead people. Because everyone's really chill about a lot of like, I don't, in my experience, not normal things. I I understand. Um, yes, weird things happen here. Not every day, but with you just you just get used to them. Yeah, I mean, we've got a lot of weird books, so some of them are magical. So, anyway, let's talk about how we can help each other, shall we? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Bookworm leads the way back into the hearth to discuss with you all the next steps. And with that, we will end tonight's episode. Thank you all for playing. Thank you all for watching. And we'll see you next time. Have a good night.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.